we are both right now drinking our Cardi Miracle, which is, uh, and we both prefer it with a little bit more water. So and I'm almost done with mine, but this was full. It was full. Um, and it's one scoop twice a day in distilled water. It is important to put it in distilled water. I put mine in spring water. Spring water will work too. Don't use I just tap not tap water. water. I don't it defeats the, the whole purpose. Really? I like mine. And I, I actually, when I get about halfway through this, yeah, I add more water. water to it and I drink it all day. Um, it's literally every vitamin and mineral that you need at even more than what the you know government recommends. Right. And your body just anyway. expels what you don't need. Your yeah. body will not absorb it. It's like once it reaches the limit, you'll find that you go pee more. Right. Mm -hmm. What were your symptoms before? Oh, I was I would get short of breath going from the kitchen to my bedroom. I was working from home eight hours a day and I there were many, many days that I did not make it through a whole shift because I was dizzy, I was nauseous, I was shorter, like shorter breath to the point, which is what I think was causing my dizziness because I wasn't getting enough oxygen. I felt terrible, like almost all the time. And I went through that for about a year before mm -hmm. we started doing this cardio miracle in February. And it really has made a difference. And it's hey, every there. day, seriously, start really, your day. What it is. It's like really, start your really day have with to. cardio miracle. Go to defiantmiracle.com. It's our affiliate link. Use promo code defiant. If you sign up for the subscribe and save, then you get oh, that's so helpful. an additional to order it. Yeah, ten percent off, and then they just send it to you every month. All right, so uh, Cardi Miracle, get yes. yours today. DefiantMiracle.com promo code. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all, and they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, are pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, Food, cards, 
or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the Solomon's they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore 
and then you send your youth to slaughter fighting other people's wars? Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. We all know it's coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years and off the bat, Almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. Come gather around people wherever you roam and admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone For the times they are changing Some writers and critics who prophesize with your pen And keep your eyes wide, the chance won't come again And don't speak too soon, for the wheel's still in spin And there's no telling who that it's naming Was the loser, now will be later to win For the times they are a-changing Senators, Congressmen, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway, don't lock up the hall. For he that gets hurt will be he who has stalled. The battle outside raging will soon shake your windows and rattle your walls. For the times they are 
ever changing. Her mothers and fathers throughout the land. And don't criticize what you can't understand. Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command. Your old road is rapidly aging. Please get out of the new one if you can't lend your hand. For the times they are changing. It is drawn, the curse it is cast. The slow one now will later be fast as the present now will later be past. The order is rapidly fading, and the first one now will later be last. For the times they are changing. Welcome back, hey, friends, hmm, to another episode of Freedom Gardens. Freedom Gardens, number 31. Oh, wow. Look Times are changing, right? They really fucking are. I know. And of course, we didn't do a show last week because we did a yard sale last week, which went very well because we Dude. had Liam run it. Right. That was so helpful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> While we made antennas. Right. Because, of course, the week before we launched Electroculture, Freedom Gardens Electroculture. And so um, it's been busy. So busy. busy. And I'm so I'm so excited and I'm so proud of us for getting it off know, the ground in a week and a half with and the inventory. Like, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, let's not fucking plan this. No, let's just let's fucking just go. Do it. You know what? If we hadn't done it then, then we wouldn't have done it. But we would not have done it because if we waited to fucking plan it, nothing would fucking exactly. Get we would have you know? delayed and pushed it off and been like, oh, we and still made, need to do this. We still, still need to do, do that. that. And we would not have gotten it done. We just had mm -hmm. to get it done. That's right. Every once in a while, you just just got to fucking get it done. Got to do it. Just push just it out there and get it done. And so just fucking do it. We're getting everything out on time. I'm glad hey. I gave us a couple, you know. A, uh, yeah, processing. A little time. bit of a five-day processing time yeah, because, of I course, everything that. is handmade. Mm -hmm. Um. So, uh, yeah. I can't wait till we start the actual videos of that. Like, I think that it. I have like some. Some. Really, I have a I couple. Because, you know, people, can, people tell you that, oh, I made this by hand all the time, right? But, like, legit, we are harvesting the wood, processing yes. the wood, start to finish. And it's really, it's actually a lot of fun, honestly. I didn't think it was going to be fun. I thought it was going to be fucking lame. And I was going to be like, this fucking sucks. But it is but kind of fun, not, isn't it? It's actually kind like of fun. Watching a, literally like a, a, a stick you see on the side of the road, you know, or in your yard or whatever that's fallen off a tree and turning that into... Something super useful. And an antenna, like, and they're pretty. Right? They are you know? pretty. They are. Like, ours aren't fucking pretty. I mean, you put work, I mean, no, because we don't, we don't pretty. put those work, that kind of work into right? it. Right? But, but, but now, that's the thing. Like, in the very beginning, when you were telling me about it, I was like, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, you're full of shit. And even though I'm like, I loved to learn the science of things. And then as 
you explained it to me. And then as I've watched it happen, like I was trying to explain it to, like I was explaining it to several different people. Cause they're like, what the fuck is that? And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? If I, if, if I didn't fucking know that, if I didn't know for sure that this shit fucking worked, I said, I was like, cause I thought Vanessa was full of shit. <laughs> right. Yes, because you did. I mean, I did because, but then after like thinking about it, just after another was, crazy conspiracy theory of fucking mine, Vanessa and her fucking whack job shit. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> we all have our shit, right? Uh, we all have things that other people are like, yeah, okay, bitch, what the fuck ever. But you want to know what else is crazy though? What else is crazy? And I, 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 all right, this is a crazy conspiracy theory. Oh, of course it is. Let's go. <laughs> so I, I really think I've changed the whole frequency of our environment with all the electrical antennas. I think specifically <laughs> right here in this area. Yes, mm -hmm. I do believe so, that you have. What was it? Three days ago, I cut my finger open. Oh, fuck you, bitch. That right? Fuck, I thought for sure. Three days ago. To fucking take and it was somewhere. deep. And I was it like, was. really like, do I need a stitch or not? I know. But we right? decided that that was No, because I just, I, I poured some hydrogen peroxide in and it was pretty deep. Yeah. And it was right in the fleshy part of my oh, finger. Oh, it was like the worst part. It's like right there. Look like at it, it today. I know. It looks so good. It's But healed. even by the next day, it's you were like, already, oh, look, I'm good to go. It's already closed up. Yeah. And she got those with some yucky, dirty fucking semi rusted no no these were the new ones oh those are the new ones are the new, okay but they new, were still dirty because yeah, we were because they were cutting, you were cutting wood we yeah. were it's not like we were fucking out there with sterilized yeah. shit right it was dirt actual dirt we don't want to talk about all the things that live in the dirt because i have some of it's good for you though <laughs> some of it's not <laughs> some of it's not but i put hydrogen peroxide and beta dine on and it we and i then... threw a fucking butterfly stitch on there and a regular band-aid yeah. and we were good and to go. we were good to go and i went right back to work back outside she's like all right bitch let's go I'm like, and let's it's go. hurt a bit as it's healed because it's healed from the inside out well, instead yeah. of from the outside in like mine normally does yeah. um but because i've been listening to Every morning when oh, I read, you and your fucking but, no, listen, every morning when I read the good book, we've been listening starting last Sunday, we did a show on true spiracy on the, um, the Sofeglio frequencies. Yeah. We were telling me about right, that. the healing frequencies. Um, which for, is why I asked you if it was like a, a like all thing. These, I was trying to figure that they out. Do, they use that in, I, I had you know, somebody Reiki when I worked and at the even spa at every that spa. was like really yeah. into that. Oh yeah. And I mean, I don't think that it's but unnecessarily. I, ineffective like i think that no. i mean i think we everything's are, everything, energy everything is energy everything's energy and like. frequencies can change all kinds of things but i Don't really think like yeah you, you're, you're <laughs> crap right now sorry guys i'm fucking gross mm -hmm. yeah just yeah gross yeah. i'm sorry you know sucks hey it's all clear it's not like it's like green or anything <laughs> it's just i have a stuffy nose and a sore throat and no matter how much i cough i can't get Dude, whatever it is allergy season right though, because and, and, it's like the weather's perfect and it's, connor sounded like garbage connor's when i walked terrible. through the door i was like oh well, hey what's up buddy and he started talking he's like do you hear me i'm like do you hear me <laughs> I i'm like connor, do we want to compare i like, gave connor a fem bendis all yesterday oh so. he's extra super pissed at you <laughs> I got well no no because he i mean he hasn't been i mean really... he's had it before i've never taken it and yeah. I, every time i'm like i want to take Depends it how badly infested and I'm like, with parasites I you really are so need to take it but really i do. never have but I gave him a like fembendazole and I made him a bunch that. of what we call magic tea, which is basically like herbal teas. It's, um, you know, I have a whole bunch of herbal teas and well, I've know, been making them. I've like, been making the magic tea for forever. Right. It's like the, we've been using like the, it's the, the traditional the, medicinal the, tea. Yeah. Yeah. It's the we herbal, love those, herbal cold care and the throat coat I've been using for coat. him we've with honey. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I he's drunk like two or three cups of magic tea and then 
this morning I made him drink some um, wild oregano oil in distilled water, and which we like that is hard. Yeah. Like it's hard. It's it's really strong. It and is it's, really strong. It, he drank oh, about half I of it. Need to drink some of He's like, I drank, he drank about half of it. I probably should have given him less water. I'll make him another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, well, oregano me, will kill one on everything. I can make you one. Well, you gotta leave early. So I do have to leave early. Yeah, you gotta leave even about earlier an hour. than usual. So we're gonna change the format of the show today. Normally, we play videos first and we talk afterwards. But since Heather has to dip out a little early because mm-hmm. she's got to go to work, yep. Um, and also, you know, we're we gonna bitch first and then my, my aunt with later. us to do some sanding while we're, you know, yes. doing this. She's been an amazing so help to a, this. She's been a big help, and I'm, mm-hmm. and I think it's really good for her too because she gets out of the house and it gives her something to yeah. do. Yeah, and it, you know, because and, and also because of you know her elbow still doesn't straighten out it's a good way for her mm-hmm. to like be you know moving and even the and vibration stuff, so. of the sander is right and is... i know that she's like oh, oh my hand feels like this and i totally get that because yeah. when i was doing the first oh, yeah. sand the other day like i stopped i was like i still feel like it's tingly <laughs> like but oh yeah but you know what vibrates. it's so fucking cool like i just looking like as because i was helping you pick out the wood and we were picking it all yep. up and all this stuff and like you've just learned different things about the different types of shit that you have growing on your land like yeah like that princess Princess tree. I love that yep. fucking wood. It's like awesome. I don't even think that it's it called needs a super to be tree. It's part of the foxglove family. It's so pretty, and yep. it's like it super gets light. really big, and it's super light, but it's super solid. Like, yeah, it really is. Like it's, it's a very, it's a very hard but super light wood. Almost, almost like almost a, like a bamboo, bamboo mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. And I really like it. So I was like, oh, this is cool. We should do, make a lot of stuff out of this. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, can we fucking grow this? Growing right now? in the back that I need to. Uh, cut back and use some of that too but that that dry i mean it takes a you know a month or so to dry so we really need to clean and organize like we need to get through the orders and i'm honestly grateful that we haven't had an order in a couple days because we're catching up on the 33 orders that we initially got which is almost 300 antennas yeah, that's what you were saying. Like I was telling, mm-hmm. I was telling Olivia that on the way to UPS. I mean, yeah, yeah UPS dropping so off those packages. So we have packages. like a hundred and about a hundred, hundred and fifteen left to make. Hundred and twelve left to make. That's not bad. Uh-uh. Sorry, I won't be back till Tuesday. But that's okay. I'll be making them tonight and I mean, tomorrow. I could- Monday, I'm at my aunt's. I was going to say, I was like, I could potentially come back. I said, but Monday, Taylor and I are going to go to some of the shed. Uh, companies mm-hmm. around our area because we have decided we have decided as a family that we want to adopt one of the girls at the group home so i have got to get we have got to get our shit together so i can build a tiny studio in the backyard and, and just do a shed conversion for olivia to move into so i have that mm-hmm. extra bedroom um you know, for DSS to come out and say that, yeah, I actually have a space to put her. Like, I'm not sticking her in fucking Harry Potter's closet or anything. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. So uh, that's something that we're going to be doing, working on on Monday. So, and then I also might borrow your pole saw so I can cut a bunch of that fucking tree that's taking over my backyard. It's very invasive. <laughs> it is like covered everything. So those are the things that we're doing on Monday. So I'll definitely be back on Tuesday mm-hmm. for sure. So update on the farm. Well, so many things. And, and I know we have an, a lot of new listeners from Candace's farm or Can- the show that we did with Candace. So, oh, okay. um, yeah. So maybe we need to maybe do we like should a- introduce ourselves. Okay. Because we kind of just jumped right in. We kind of just jumped right in. Yeah, you know, we, we do that know. sometimes. So anyway, okay. we're just I'm to- V-Lynn, Vanessa Lynn. I'm Heather. Heather. Mm-hmm. We've been friends for 40 fucking years now. 40 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 40. Yep. Very interesting years. 40, 40 very <laughs> interesting, interesting years. years. Um, uh, A bunch of those separate like yeah. misplaced for a couple what 13 years about that uh, and then 
like picked up right where we left off left off like nothing ever fucking happened although a ton of shit happened yeah we're in between essentially but, like hetero life partners yeah, so but yeah basically a package I, mean, <laughs> I mean i tell everybody if we're in the same room and somebody asks how old i am i'm like we're, we're gonna like she's my fucking siamese twin but I'm like, i mean we're, we're gonna be 45 like that's are our we gonna husband be, are we gonna be 45 45 so you were going to be 45 okay. next month bitch because mick was trying to tell me that i was gonna be 46 i was like fuck you no. are fuck him no absolutely fucking not just no, because no. he's an old bitch does not make he's older than us so if i'm an, so he's wrong because that wrong. means he's 46 and he's going to be 47 oh yeah because uh-huh, okay. we're just yeah because we're just 45 anyway so yeah. all right so we'll be 45 because her birthday was in september and mine's in november mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. basically the same thing basically same i mean it's close enough but when you really, can't even remember how old you are that's I mean, how that's you know you're i old. keep fucking track of that shit because dj's <laughs> telling me my son tells me all the time how i'm a fucking dinosaur and i'm like you know what fuck you but then i'm like Motherfucker, he just turned 26 years old. Maybe I am a fucking dinosaur, you know, like, right? Because that's but you how had you had him feel. so young. I did, I had him at 19, but still, when you think about it, like when somebody says, I have a 26 year old, you're like, ew, you're old. <laughs> like, you think that they like because we think of our parents because my, my parents were a little bit older when I was born. Like, my mom was 25, my dad was 32, so you know, they were a little bit older. So, when I think of how old they were when I turned 26, yeah. They were old. I'm not that fucking old. My mother straight up told me that she would not pay for our wedding until I was 26. Oh, yeah. She was like, you're not I allowed mean, to get married before you're 26. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I mean, I, I mean, paid for everything. And whatever. I'm pretty sure that I did get married. And but she wanted to. So she wanted I was 26 when I got married, but we paid for that ourselves. You know. Just like we paid for the, like me and Taylor paid for the last wedding. Yeah. Well, so. you know, I'm. I'm and it spo- was great. But I'm I a spoiled it. rich bitch and you're never have been. So. You're fucking snot rag. You know this is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I try very hard to forget about that. I know. Because you are so now officially a broke bitch like me. I am such a broke bitch now. <laughs> like we are like Which is why we together, started our Which is own so business. fucking insane because you know what? When I lived in Washington, like even though the cost of living was fucking insane, I actually had money. Like I just kind of fucking spent it spent it because like, that's what happens that's when what you happens have money when you when have you, yeah. money but and then and then i was like oh it won't be that bad because whatever when i moved down here but i have to tell you that was a huge hit to my ego my paycheck <laughs> like that really fucking hurt because now i'm like i told you that was going to happen too because she moved out of my house where she didn't pay rent she i like, did i mean but that five years uh, was really uh, good for me it was i mean she basically i mean like, she she helped around the house and you know she helped groceries and, and I, stuff but and like I, I didn't need her to help pay rent yeah and I watched I mean, the kids and I made dinner a couple of nights a week yeah, it wasn't exactly. anything fucking crazy and I worked it, all the time and Mick was deployed so and she, I worked during the yeah. day when the kids were in school so, yeah so it worked out fine that's how it worked um yeah it worked out great mm-hmm. but uh I told her, I was like, yeah. you're going to move to the West Coast and back to the West Coast. You're not going to have any furniture. You're going to have to but pay rent. You're going to have to pay utilities. Like you're, I mean, basically like you're going to add a whole bunch of bills that you don't have to pay right now. And you're going to be broke as fuck for a oh, yeah. long time. And I was, but I eventually, but, but I you know, did but it's great. Good to, it's good to I stand did on great, your own. But I've always been fucking i've always been broke so i was like whatever um but i you know it was great for me professionally and it really was i really and i don't care what anybody says pacific northwest has its benefits as much as it has its drawbacks sure um and it was really great for me professionally because as a pharmacy technician on the east coast you might as well be a fucking courtesy clerk that bags fucking groceries because that's how much respect you get but at least on the west coast it's considered a profession but up in the pacific northwest it is a very 
respected profession. So I got paid very well for a girl who has a GED making fucking, mm -hmm. you know, $39, $40 an hour was very, very nice. And I only had to work, you know, four days, one, like once I got to that job, like I worked up to that, obviously, like I transferred with Kroger up there, whatever. And I still made better money and I am queen of fucking starting over. So I was, I was mainly mostly furnished within the first month yeah. because I love me some fucking Craigslist and Facebook. So I have <laughs> no fucking problem with that. And yes. I mean, I had, and you know, I even, I didn't even have a truck at the time. So like I had to recruit, like I had one friend, like I had two friends in the whole state, but one of them lived entirely too far away. So I had to enlist some, you know, some help, like mm -hmm. for the first couple of weeks I had an air mattress and I had to get, you know, shit from Lupe because I just basically anything that I could fit in my car in addition to my dogs is what, in addition to my dog and my two cats, that's what came with me. So, but yeah. you know, the Pacific Northwest, like I said, it has a lot of benefits. Like, yeah, it was expensive. However, you know, I met a lot of really great people. It's beautiful. And, and the it's beautiful some of the people there. are amazing. And the some of the people there suck. are amazing. Like I don't I generally... But the politics everywhere. So. Like I said, they, as far as I'm concerned, they all fucking suck everywhere. I don't care where you go. And for me, True. it was like one of the only places that I could just not have to filter or censor who I was. Nobody fucking cared. Like everybody was different. It was very diverse. And my very opinionated tattooed self got along just fine there. Like I was good to go. But coming down here, it's not like that at all. Like I was just on the phone with my one of the kids that stayed with me a couple of times that actually worked at the grocery store. It wasn't like this was a kid that I knew forever. This was Heather's been like pseudo adopting <laughs> every kid for as long for as I can remember since she was a kid herself. I think so. I think that's yeah. probably true. Um, so I was talking to him I'm yesterday. not much better. I, I, I pseudo adopt say, adults just because. Yeah. And I transitioned out of like teenagers to like young adults. Yeah. Really? Because the teenagers were the people that, but even DJ's friends came up from like I had one came from Texas and stayed with me for a year in Washington. One came up from Vegas and stayed with me for like four or five months. And then, I mean, it's always, it's always been a revolving door in my house. Whenever I'm like, I live by myself, that generally means that there is a stray surfing the couch, sometimes two strays. I mean, I've had, and, and, and I don't care. I, I think it's important that, you know, sometimes people need help. So, yeah. and I am all about that. So Life of Brian, I, I see your question What's and question? I have an answer to it. I actually have a video about almost exactly that. So uh, that we're going to play today. So oh, look at that. stand by. We'll, we'll play it in the, the second oh, nice. hour. Yeah. We did that. I used to yeah. do that at a spa. We used to do it um, yeah. like in a foot bath with some different. Brian said, I have grounding sheets that pull negative mm -hmm. ions out of the body. If I put on a wrist strap, can electroculture put good energy in? Oh, I wonder. So um, we will actually have a, a video about that. So, okay. So let's get back to the farm update. Not a yes. ton of updates currently. However, so understand that now for, oh, for yeah, anyone that's that. new, um, a few months back after we'd started, after I started growing our own food and we got Heather recovered yeah, mostly from her jabs, injuries, using Cardio Miracle, um, which you need to take some home with you, by the I way, because you're sick. I, just, so, I really just um, do. Like, yes, I, I take, take a couple right scoops now. with you. Yeah. Um, because we'll get back to why I'm actually super broken. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, once we got her recovered from her jab injury and, and all, the, all of a sudden she had all this energy, she's like, so I much of it. she's like, Hey, I want a cow. And I was like, well, I mean, we can't, <laughs> we, we, you know, this is before we started fighting with the county over the chickens, which right? I'm still, I'm still waiting for a court date from that street, by the way. Listen, I'm um, going to get that taken care of. I know. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know me. but no, that's okay. Left Brian. It's all good. So, uh, 
anyway, she's like, I want a cow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we, I mean, I, I can't put a cow in the land. But I mean, well, I mean, in all honesty, yeah, like, that does. She that, could have. However, meh. growing the food is more important and learning how this electroculture and everything works it and is. how beneficial it is, it it is, is. was definitely the yes. best case scenario. So, and the, uh, you know, the tiny dinosaurs know, that like to come and eat things. We yeah, didn't want those either. True so. that. True. Yeah. Tiny, yeah. Uh, tiny t- Something ate my freaking garlic. I'm so pissed. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna have to cover my gardens. We're gonna fence. Mm, that's up probably and around. true. We probably need to do that. Anyway, uh, so she's like, I want a cow. So anyway, we can't get a cow. She's like, Well, then we're gonna get a farm. And I had okay. wanted a farm. Okay. <laughs> so, so to backtrack a little on that, I had told Taylor the whole time we were looking for the house that we ended up buying over in uh South Carolina. I was like, Remember, this house is literally just to get me get us by mm-hmm. until we find the farm. I want to build some equity and I want to buy a farm. No matter what, I didn't want to be around anybody at all because I just, it's probably better that way. I wish you had said that to me when we sold our house because you bought that house before. No, because if we had gotten together and if we had, anyway, what a shoulda coulda. If we could have pulled the the kid out of military school a year before we did and moved to the middle of fucking nowhere, he'd be miserable, but whatever. Everything happens for a reason. However, before she sold that house and before I moved out of Savannah, I said, this is what I want to do. Give me two years. And she's like, oh, two years. We can do two years. Uh, I like, I don't really, I got tired of the person that I was renting from. And that was just like, it's like, I don't want to fucking rent again. That was not the fucking deal. So I did, I found my house before she found her house. That's fine. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah, I kind of did screw the pooch on that fucking plan. However, (laughs) I've always wanted to do a farm. I just like, I was trying to figure out how I could, we could have a farm and I could still help the people that I wanted to help. And As then, my mother says, Heather and I have always <laughs> tried to save the world and everybody in it. Right. And well, I mean, it's true. It I mean, true. because people, some people fucking need saving and some people literally just need somebody. And to some people don't. Some people and some people don't. Just, some people just some need people to figure are, that shit out on their own. Yeah. And when they're ready, they'll fucking come around. Yeah. However, or they whatever. won't. Or they won't. Fuck right. There's that. I'm at that point now. Um, <laughs> I'm so, at fuck them a lot. <laughs> I'm at, yeah, I'm at, I've been at fuck them for a while. Yeah. Which is why I worked from home for two and a half years because yeah. I was like, fuck these people. Yeah. But it was not these people. It was all people. Because <laughs> I was like. Not these people because these people are cool. Right. But I was talking about those all, people, those people, <laughs> the proverbial those people. Exactly. Like, you know all what they them. say? Them. I said them who them. say that. They, those people. They <laughs> like, suck. Yeah, they yes, suck. They suck. So I finally, after feeling better, and um, I had just gotten to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do. We're just gonna do this. Like I, if I wait until I make enough money to do this on my own, I said this is we're never gonna, gonna fucking happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I said so. You know what? There, I can just go because I was planning on going for profit and just actually helping people as opposed to starting mm-hmm. a whole fucking youth program. Mm-hmm. Um, where we help the survivors of domestic violence and child abuse, even though that was the demographic that I wanted to help, I decided that in order for us to actually make it happen, that I should probably go the nonprofit route this way, which I am now kicking myself probably because I think I would have been better off and got better funding if we would have went for profit. I can't change that for three years. So we'll talk about that in two years. Um, so I decided that this is what we're going to do. And I decided that I did all of my 501c3 paperwork and I got it all approved and everything by June. And I'm like, now I'm like, I got the approval. Now we need fucking money. And then what happens just now, just recently, somebody decided because I had put a post out because I was just trying, trying to build my business plan. And I was trying to just kind of get an idea of, you know, pricing for mini cows because that's, I 
I think they're a great size because they can be halter broke. They're good. For, you see toddlers and tiny humans walking around with them all the time. And I really just don't want something that I have to look up at. I have to look up at everything else. So <laughs> including Seamus, uh, right? Not motherfucker. <laughs> as soon as I sit down, I'm like, you bitch. He's so big. Um, so I was like, you know what? Let's just fuck it. Let's just do it. And then I, so then I get this, I put this post out cause I was trying to get some information so I can work on my fucking business plan for the new fundraising coordinator. And I now have a business mentor from SCORE, which is a division of the Small Business Administration, which offers free assistance to small for-profit and nonprofit businesses. So I have now have mentors and fundraising coordinators that I have appointments with every two weeks, which has been going pretty well. I'm pretty excited. I have some things that we are going to be able to utilize on both fronts. Like we'll be able to utilize some of the information that we received to help me get things written up for the nonprofit. We'll be able to translate that over to the for-profit mm -hmm. and be able to use them that way, which is handy. And it's something that her and I can work on together. We do things better together, together, absolutely. Like just the two of us. Yeah. Like yes. it's really hard if anybody else is around because yes. it just throws other people get in our way. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Although Linda did really well working she with did, us. She did, but you know what? Her and Olivia are good about the solo yeah. work and not having to be told what to do. Like yep. people who need to be told what to do and want to be up at your ass all the time and like, Stars oh, what nuts. are you guys doing, mm -hmm. bitch? I'm not fucking doing nothing. You go do what you were supposed to be doing. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, that, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm just saying like there are certain things that you and I work really well yep. at together that just sometimes other people are just more of a distraction and just kind of like, and I lose my train of thought as it is. It's not fair. <laughs> I, I don't need anybody True. fucking helping me with that shit. So, so, so with that being said, I have moved forward. We did get so three, we actually three did get three mini cows donated. Um, I am currently working on with a local to me, like right down the street from me, family plantation that's been there for a very long time. I want to say probably close to 200 years and it stayed in the family the whole time. And I had, I've stopped there before to buy produce and whatever. And I stopped there yesterday because it was open. And I never know when it's open. She says mm -hmm. that it's because her kids forget to put out the sign, which is probably, we can relate to that. So yeah. fine, get it. She's like, whenever the teenagers remember to do their job. And I'm like, oh, I get that. Mm -hmm. So I stopped by and I started to talk to her. I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me. She's like, oh, I actually do. Like she remembered my face, but she didn't remember why, everything. Why, why she remembered me. Yeah. So I had, I said, oh, well, I had talked to you about how I want to start a farm and for She's like, I do remember you. She's like, I'm so sorry. I never called you because she did actually take my number because then she was like, well, here, text me your information. And when I text her, she's like, oh, look at that. You are in my phone. Let me know. <laughs> like, what do you know? Yeah. But she obviously forgot my yeah. name and that's fine. That that's cool. So I gave her the business card. We talked about it and I said, hey, I have a random uh, question for you, which is I had a, a total reason for stopping. And I was like, hey, I was like, I have three tiny cows that have been donated to us. I said, but I'm looking for somebody who will board them for me. I said, uh, we don't have a bunch of money, obviously, to give you. I said, but we'd be more than happy to give you a tax deductible donation receipt because we can figure out how much ever it is to board them for X amount of time from other places. And then we can just, we can go from there. Whatever's beneficial. Like, mm -hmm. just let's work that out. And her husband, she's like, she goes, did you hear what? She said a mini cow. She said a mini cow. And I was like, oh, yes. And oh, he's like, yeah. And he's like, you fucking said <clears throat> mini cow. <laughs> and I, she was, she's like, well, what do you need? And I was like, she's like, I was like, well, right now, I was like, it's probably be about six months before we can get the land since we've just, we will talk about that because we've decided to switch gears a little bit. So 
I was like, this, you know, this is what I need, like six months. She's like, well, what about enclosures? Can they go in with the goats? Like whatever. So I reached out to the breeder to get some information and I have now sent it over to her along with the pictures of the babies because they're you know, so cute when they're cute and you're like, oh, look, oh, how look, cute. Oh, look baby babe, we can totally watch them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And since it's right down the street, like I said, you know, Taylor and I, Olivia and I, we can go there. You can go there. We can go there whenever you know, every day and feed them and do whatever needs to be done. And I also told her, cause she has, she works, you know, she has little groups that come like kids with autism and she lets them come and pick, you know, whatever's in season at the time. She's now going to, um, I have my activities coordinator over at Kappa. is going to reach out to her cause she's off. You know, she said that we could, you know, mm -hmm. bring the teenagers out there because, you know, they need to get out of the house. So I am hoping with, <laughs> everything that she says yes and uh that she i told her that if we needed to build an enclosure that that we could make that happen we will make that happen we will make that happen you just tell me where you want it we put and up 315 we'll... three girls put up 315 feet of fencing in one day we can like not even well, i was like i was only here for like two hours yeah. three hours maybe yeah, we had three it four done. hours something and like we that. went to the fucking store are any of the cows female like can we milk them nope none of them they're all steers that's too bad unfortunately however it's you know and everybody's like oh are you grain feeding are you hay feeding are you grass they're not feeding? for meat they're i'm like they're not animals, for so me they're matter. for therapy animals and honestly whatever i can, whatever get, can get from yep. you know get donated from i would like to be a local feed company because you know i like to support yep our local community which i could have reached out to corporations and other like other bigger areas and i do have one other like a breeder a couple hours away that I was thinking about reaching out to, but I'm really hoping that Summerlin uh, Plantation agrees or Okatee Farms, whatever it's called. Yep. Um, I hope that they agree because it's so close. But, you know, I could do that and give that tax deductible donation to a company, but I would rather give it to somebody local. I would yeah. rather benefit the local community or, or somebody who lives in the local community or somebody that I know or somebody that knows somebody that I know. I'm very big on that because, you know, corporate yep. America. You know, yep. Suck a dick. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and then now let's talk about where we decided to change some plans as far as the farm goes. So we had a fantastic conference call on Sunday with her and Mick and my uh And my drunk-ass husband repeated himself over and over A thousand fucking times. I'm like, I already again. fucking heard you, bitch. Seriously. <laughs> if you're not going to fucking contribute sober, then get the fuck okay. out of the call. Let go. But he was fine just no, in the back. You know, we just fucking ignore him. He's in the back doing yeah, whatever he does. And then Taylor was listening in, but he really wasn't making any. Because let's just fucking face it. Like, the nonprofit, there's three founders. It's me, you, and Courtney. Yep. We were the ones that needed to be talking. The boys just, we let them think that they have fucking say. Exactly. You know, they want to feel important. They, yeah. They don't have anything. They, yeah. I mean, they might have ideas that are valid ideas, right? They're good. Like, yep. Mick, Mick came up with a couple good ones. So we've decided to switch gears. Instead of trying to find an already operating farm where we could replace some of our already, you mm -hmm. know, replace our income, which... Clearly, Vanessa and I just decided to fucking do that anyway because I quit the, quit the fucking pharmacy industry. I'm only working two days a week at the group home and I ain't making fucking dick. And we're over here and I'm just over here working with her all week or three days a week. And then again on Saturday. So four days a week yeah. with her. And then um, so that's where we switched gears. We decided we're just going to. The only thing that's stopping us from fucking doing this, as Mick said, you're like money. And he's like, no, land, land. And I was like, you know what? 
we can switch gears. We can switch gears and just get land because it would cost us a fraction of the price than it would. And if we have to like build our own little tiny fucking house village that we can eventually turn into Airbnbs when we build mm -hmm. our barn dominiums, I said we should do that because I mean it would be more cost effective. We could build it ourselves. Definitely gives us the great opportunity to find out what we're actually fucking capable of all in one place yep. <laughs> right because yep. Courtney's husband is he's been in construction forever he just now switched gears and got a new job where he is working for a solar farm company so that's gonna come in super fucking handy yeah it is. that's gonna come in super handy um and I just think like just in general you know we I think the basically the six of us together because there's Courtney and her husband and she has yeah you know whatever like she has well, there's a few other there's a few, few others, others that want to come right? too. so but like the initial you know, getting us out there. That's, mm -hmm. that's how it's going to go down. Right. And I think that that's great. Cause guess what? We're fucking building it the way we want it from yep. scratch day one. I have a little, I have a vision in my head. Of course I haven't drawn it on paper because I'm a horrible artist. And if you're just okay with like little squares and nothing is to scale, like then fine, I can draw that. But I don't think that, we're going as far West as Missouri. We're looking at the Tennessee not. mountains. So we agreed on, I'm not, fuck, I, listen, we've talked about this. This next move, I have moved in, in excess in excess of fifty times in my lifetime. That's insane. I, I know, yes. I know, I have. Uh, I, there's no fucking way that I haven't. I moved all over the, all the time with my mom, like mm -hmm. when I was younger. After my parents broke up, like it's just. And then with the amount of times that I moved after I got divorced, <coughs> yes. So I'm uh, just basically trying to figure out where the fuck I wanted to be. Uh, I, the next move is where I'm going to fucking die. Okay. Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like i don't care i was like you guys need to i was like you guys can bear i want you guys to cremate me stick me in the ground stick a fucking tree in there and let that bitch grow i said because i'm not fucking going anywhere that's it that's where i'm ending so it has to be the climate that i want the climate that we can all agree on and we can all agree on eastern tennessee i mean i can't quite but whatever. she's fine she'll be fucking fine i don't want I don't, snow anymore but it's but see that's why i picked eastern tennessee for their four very four distinct but very mild. I don't like the cold. Seriously. It doesn't even get last, below fucking 32, bitch. Exactly. What do you mean? It last, doesn't even get that Last cold. night, um, it was it was like 75 out, right? And Where I go, I'm fucking looking at I go shit sit outside right and I put on a freaking sweatshirt and mix like, what is wrong with you? Well, okay, first of all, okay, so if anybody needs to know how fucking ridiculous this bitch is, as soon as 75 degrees hit, sweatshirt. Well, I, it's fucking sweatshirts and turtlenecks. And I'm like, bitch, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I know that I, you know, went through menopause early, but it is not fucking cold, bitch. I know this is not just my hormones. You're a fucking nut job. So she just doesn't I lost like 70 pounds. Hey, this was before you lost 70 pounds. Well, before true. you had the opportunity to gain that 70 pounds fat ass. That's true. You were still doing this. That's true. So I don't want to hear it. Actually, <laughs> as a matter of fact, while you were heavier, you should have been warmer. I should have been. No, I wasn't. You weren't. No. So. Yeah, so I mean, four mile climate—that's where we're Upper East Tennessee. It does get cold sometimes. I mean, Teens. but it's not fucking terrible. I mean, we're not talking about like up to our hips in fucking snow, where I have to go dig out. I used to fucking hate, even though it didn't even get that fucking deep. I hated that in Queens, where I had to, I had to shovel out because you don't think fucking my mom got up and did that shit. So I had to get no. up in the morning and shovel out the stoop, unbury her fucking car, make her fucking coffee, so she could get up and fucking take me to school. Like I could have fucking walked like that would have been easier. Probably. So I just don't enjoy, I don't enjoy snow either. I don't like the cold. However, our three boys, and I say our three boys because my son, my husband and your husband would like to be someplace a little cooler. 
I mean, I know that that's true. <laughs> both children say that they would like to be someplace, but they have no cooler, fucking idea because they, they never no lived anywhere because they've never been anywhere. But and here, I said so. the same thing to Taylor and DJ. I'm like, you guys think you want fucking cold? I said, but you don't know what fucking cold is. I I've was like, because if you're gauging I'm Washington I'm, I'm as good. it's no. not like I'm like Washington's not fucking cold. That's pushing. Like Colorado's that is, not. That cold. is pussy winter. <laughs> yeah, Colorado is not cold. Colorado, okay, no, there were parts that get pretty. Denver, not cold. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to move to the The sun shines every single, like, the sun sun shines 360 days of the year in Colorado. Not that I ever want to move back to Colorado, but I spent five years there. It doesn't rain a whole lot in Colorado. And, like, in Washington, I'm pretty sure it was, like, the vice. It was, like, you had sun for the 360 days, and I had fucking rain. Yeah. Like, it was terrible. Pretty much. I hated it. I like the sunshine. I need the. I mean, I do. I need it. I know I do. I mean, I also that also needs to come. And I need water. It can. It can be. It can be a lake or a a pond or a stream. Yes, I. But I need. I need need water. No, I need to have water. So that is one of the. There are several requirements that we have for the land. We want it to have its own water source. I want to be able to run septic and well water. (laughs) Yeah. This way, we are completely self-sufficient. I can't promote that. Yeah. As we're teaching self-sustainable practices if i'm just the only thing that we need is fucking wi-fi <laughs> all i need is high-speed internet only because you can't really Starlink. run a business these days hello you, elon. yeah exactly you can't really run a business these days unless you have that so it is what it is unfortunately Speaking of elon, i might have to cave and cough up my 11 bucks a month for to to get fucking verified on x for Freedom Gardens Electroculture, because now I'm doing a Twitter space once a week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Thursdays. sorry. I have to tell you, I was totally going to participate in that. You didn't. I was asleep. Your ass went to bed. I, went to bed. I knew you did, because I sent I you the I invite a, through, yeah, through text message, and you respond. I was nope, like, oh, that I was, bitch was asleep. I was a wrap. I was asleep last night before 8 o'clock. It was fantastic. I slept so good. Yeah. When you're sick, you need to sleep. I swear by That's that. That's true, too. Here, we're going to do Eastern Tennessee weather. So, um, we, uh, you know, Mick is so pissed at the neighbor across the street. Like he's so oh. done. He's just, I really just want to bring a fucking cow here he, just to piss that. He is off. ready to sell this house and get the fuck out of here. Um, which I think is probably going to happen sooner rather than later, which means we have a lot of work to do in this house. But, I mean, yeah, I thought that was the plan. I told you we're going to record everything that we do here and at my house. No, no, no. Like inside we have a lot. I got to. We got. I, I got painting. I got to fix. I have the stove to paint. And, I have to replace the fucking flooring because yeah. My house is a fucking house. Um, and get this this place ready to to sell and whatever. Um, yeah, and then we'll uh, we'll buy a hundred acres and we'll keep ten and donate the rest back to the farm mm-hmm. as basically like a tax write off. Absolutely. So. Because there's a lot of programs through the VA where they're trying they're to They're trying to encourage yeah, veterans to turn into farmers. It yeah, absolutely fucking makes sense. You farmers. know why? Because of the benefits of working, the health benefits, the mental health benefits of yep. working on your own land and taking care of livestock and even fucking chickens like we talked about. Like Taylor was Dude. here. We were only here for a week while you guys were in Jamaica. And by the time we went home, he's like, we got to get chickens. The chickens are because life he, changing. They really are. They and really I, and they, are. And, they, and her fucking chickens bullied me. But the ones that we brought back from Florida, they're fucking awesome. They do not bully me. And they are so quiet. They're, they're, they're I mean, way, they're not. They were way better behaved than uh, You're my right, dogs. Lindsay. Mick went from no chickens to if you fuck my chickens, I will fuck mm-hmm. you up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because he's he, he wasn't all fucking on board without, with, you know, because he would. 
listen, when they first moved in this house, even though I know that Vanessa had her own fucking plan, all he kept saying to me is like, Heather and her fucking hippie bullshit, Heather and her fucking hippie bullshit. And I'm like, what fucking hippie bullshit the fuck are you talking about? And I don't know what we were talking about. And because we kind of like, we don't see eye to eye on everything, but we have some very basic core values yeah. that we can all agree on. And then I said something about, <laughs> we were talking about paper plates. I was like, I really need to switch to fucking biodegradable paper plates. And he was right there, Heather, you and your fucking hippie green bullshit. I said, I'm not a granola eating, tree hugging, fucking Tom's deodorant wearing, hippie piece of shit, Prius, Prius drying, driving motherfucker. Last night, he I was, was like, like, that is not me. Full green weenie around this. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, that's not that's who so I am. <sighs> and he was like, whatever, Heather, you and your fucking hippie shit. Now he's like, Full he on. might as well be walking around here dressed like fucking Gandalf, all <laughs> fucking with his big old beard and his fucking. He cut it. I, it's still big. I mean, it I is. don't mind. I love facial hair, so I don't really fucking care. But uh, either, now I can't even picture him without it. And when I do, all I see is um, Agent Coulson from the Marvel Agent from Marvel mm. Agents of Shield. So that's what I see when I see him <laughs> without a beard. <laughs> okay, I well, think it's hilarious. Um, he, he looks like a completely different person. He does, and now you can't call him Mister Potato Head anymore when he puts on his glasses. <laughs> Because that was what she originally called him when he didn't have a beard and would put on his what I call birth control glasses. And, she, <laughs> and she's like, like, Mr. Potato. Yeah, man. that's what she said. She, when the first time I seen him, I was like, oh, look at you with your glasses. He didn't even fucking live there. He hated us at the moment because he was like, I got two of you motherfuckers in this house. Because we were yelling at him for the same thing, using over the same words yes. at the same time. And he's just standing there like, I can't wait to fucking go back to the army like fuck this yes he's like i'm Send done with you back bitches. to the desert with right the and i was like oh look at you with your little birth control <laughs> and that was when she was like doesn't he look like mr potato head that was it that was a wrap that's all i needed to hear and that is all i have been able to see ever since until he grew the beard <laughs> and now i'm like oh it's a little different now <laughs> now he's just gandalf like he's, he's just gandalf. a little micro Gandalf, let's just be fucking real because Gandalf is a full size fucking he's human. He's a micro Gandalf. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like this thing. Um, but I mean, I just think it's hilarious because he just walks around here like I'm like so he, glad he doesn't watch this show. We're sitting well, here making fun of him. him. I mean, he fucking talks shit. He, he fucking talks, talks shit, shit about time. us all he the does. time. I mean, he, I mean, I don't discriminate. I talk shit about everybody. That's but true. it's just a lot of fun because it gets him. He's so he gets all. Like Taylor's like, he's such an angry little person. I said, we're not angry little people. We're passionate and highly opinionated. You want it, huh? Sure. Before we leave. Before, Before I you leave. have to leave. Not me. So, yeah. Before you get to, to stay and hang out and have fun. And I, I, I will be having fun, too. I will be going mm -hmm. to the group home. So. And hanging out with my kids. Oh, let's talk the, about my vent. Hold on. My well, hold vent. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We'll, we'll vent while we, we smoke. While but we smoke. For, for those of the, you that don't know, and Heather never had. The pleasure of meeting Justin, she probably would have climbed yeah. up him. And I did tell you when I saw the I picture, know. I said, "I'm not married yet, bitch. I can he make was... really bad decisions." Exactly. And you were like, "No," um, and I was like, "Bitch." Yeah, I adore Justin. Anyway, I mean, uh, I could have just gone home for the week. Mick and my <laughs> best friend Justin from the Cannabis and Combat show, uh, who was yet another life changing experience. Mm -hmm. They always um, are. He uh, opted out of this life last mm -hmm. summer. Not this past summer, but the summer before. It's been over a year now. So it breaks my heart, even really though does. I didn't know I him. It just breaks my heart when anybody does that because yeah. I I hate to think of how shitty a person feels for them to think that that's the fucking only option they have. That yeah. kills me. Because so 
dude, he could have run. We'd still be hiding his ass. You know what but, I mean? Like it's just, it's I just know. terrible to me because uh, I mean, you know, I've had, yeah, you know, in-laws, even though they weren't my family at the time, like they were my in-laws, but they were somebody that I was really, you know, I really liked, I really loved, I cared about them. They were family and they yeah. thought that they didn't have any other option. And believe it or not, that was devastating to my ex-husband. It was a very, and it was devastating to the whole family. So I can only imagine like how many people he had touched as a person thousands. through his podcast, literally like how thousands, that affected tons people. of thousands. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we're all, we're all still devastated. So to keep his memory alive, we tribute him every we day. We generally wait on every show, but I have to leave. But Heather has to leave a little early, so <laughs> and we are I definitely going to do need it. to smoke before I go to that mother. Yes, <laughs> because we are going to vent. So, <sighs> miss you, Justin. It's funny how people that we it doesn't. Some people, you can know them forever and never really establish a connection with them. Like, yep, you know, people in our family, right? Yep. They're just passing through. Sometimes right? they're just passing through their own lives, not I even mean, just your true. life. That wasn't a very successful one going back. Oh, fuck it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So... But it's amazing. Like you can meet people and know them for a very short amount of time and they can make a huge impact on your life. I think that that is really more or less like how I've tried to limit the amount of people that I'm like. Or it's, I'm good. Justin had an impact on so many people's lives. He would put his cell phone number up on the show during the show. And people would call him all the time and or text him. And he would always answer. I mean, because you know what? He knows what it's like. Like I always say, we try to, like, I try to be the person that I needed when I needed somebody. He yeah. tried to be the person that he, he needed and didn't have. And yeah. was trying to be that person for other people because that is exactly how we think we heal ourselves. When we needed someone and didn't have anybody, it's like, and that fucking shit sucked. And we try really hard to heal our own trauma by helping other people heal their trauma, which I think that you might actually be able to relate to considering you know, your previous relationship and what that looks like. And that is probably why we are forever trying to save a motherfucker. <laughs> like, let's be through that. We've been through so much. Even before all the shit I went through with Mick, I was in a highly abusive relationship. And he threatened to kill me. And I say, he said, if, if I ever left, he'd kill me. And I got to the point where I said, I don't fucking care. I would like, rather you kill it. me than me spend yeah. another minute of my, waste another minute of my time with you. So. And that was during the time that I lost her. Yep. <laughs> I didn't Every, like misplace every, her. Everybody but, lost me during but, that time, and and that drew and that like now. I mean, I think a little bit, a little bit. Sometimes it gets to me because I had been looking you up like as soon as the internet became a fucking thing and you could look for people. Yeah, I was like, this is fucking awesome, and I did. I started looking, but I was really young. I think it was before I even turned twenty-one, right? And we didn't connect again until you were pregnant with Connor. Yep. So how old were you? Twenty-seven. Right, that sounds right. We were 27. Yeah, that sounds right. 27 or 28. Yeah. Something like that. What year did we have? Did you have him? I said 2006. We. Yeah, and I got married in 2005. So that probably sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I feel bad because I actually did find this bitch listed in Colorado. Yep. And I didn't reach out on that because that's not her. She didn't find it. Nope. She, at first, first of all, my reason was like, 
She didn't leave mom in the horse stables. She's not in Colorado. This rich bitch, she didn't go anywhere. Right? I was like, she mom must have moved to Colorado. So I looked up mom and nope, she didn't fucking live in Colorado. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so that's not her. But then I I think I left a message maybe once at your mom's house, like maybe many years ago. And it must have just been an old number that was listed. And yeah. it just I didn't didn't go anywhere. But then I found you through. Not even LinkedIn. It was like, I didn't even MySpace. Go, no, before it was right before MySpace. I found you and then we became friends on MySpace because that was the only way I could get where we could give each other the phone number. Yep. Right. I uh, found her actually on like classmates.com, even though we didn't go to the we same didn't school, go to school or together yeah. at all. Mm -hmm. I just typed in Connecticut mm -hmm. <laughs> and I typed in her name and then I reached out and she was on there. And I was like, that, but yep. yeah, because I was, um, I was like, yeah, that's her. <laughs> I was like, the, I don't know. I was in like the fucking who's who of high school students or something yeah because i was like the i don't know yeah and that's and that's and how i and that's how i found her and i sent her this i, mo I sent her too. the most awkward fucking email like i sent her this message that says i don't know if you remember me is your i was like first i was like is your mom's name this is was your dad's name this and mm -hmm. did he die when you were 13 i said because if so this is who i am and she's like Yes, like with big fucking capital letters. And I was like, so I, and then, then we just ended up exchanging MySpace uh, yeah. information and then we got each other's phone number and then it was on and popping from there. But then even in between there, like life happened and you just, you, you lose touch with people who live yeah. 3000 miles away. Like it's, I don't care what anybody says. Like, I will say that as much as I hate, hate social media and literally anything and the internet well, and in general. the internet in general because i i mean i love it and i hate it at the I same mean, time it enables us to do this but at but the same it, time exactly it enabled me to find many actually to find a, find a lot of people oh look at that it's two o'clock i believe in 15 minutes I know. um it, you know it's enabled me to find quite a few people and you know what it was great because my like my dad, like once my dad finally gave into Facebook, he was able to find like some of his old friends from back in New York, you yeah. know, just little things like that. And that's fine. And that's mainly the only thing I use Facebook for because I just, I don't have time for any of that other shit. Like I'll, I'll share a bunch of cute fucking cow pictures or whatever the fuck I think is funny or if I think it's relevant or if I just want to be an asshole that day, who knows? Yeah. My mood just changes. And, but I don't really do it for anything else, but that is how I have been able to find. So social media isn't terrible. It is actually a great way to reconnect with people. And Vanessa has always been like, we've never not. I don't want to reconnect with a lot of people right? from my past though, to be quite I mean, honest with I mean, you. I, I mean, if Those you really wanted sucked. to, the only person that I talked to from, growing up in Vegas, like in high school kind of situation is just Courtney. Like, like she's my second longest friend, like you're 40 yeah. years and she's 30 years. Like I'm yeah. obviously I'm a lifer and I don't like to let new people in because new, whenever you let new people in, I have found that fucking shit sucks. <laughs> like it has a tendency to I suck. mean, I mean, not always. I connected sometimes, with, a, I like reconnected with a lot of my parents' friends. But that's different. On Facebook. I did too, honestly. Like with my all, mom's friends. Yeah. Like I did. I never, I don't really remember my dad's friends. But, but. they, they, um, they don't understand my political views. We'll, well that I way. mean, if they could just separate the political views from literally everything else about you. I know. <laughs> I mean, and, and I'm not even saying, I'm not, and I'm not saying crazy. that, it's and I'm just, not saying you know, that I disagree. Like we have certain things down. that we agree to agree with. And me, I just think I don't care what side of the fucking line you're on. I think they're all fucked. So it's just all about, like I said before, the, uh, mm -hmm. The whole political party and the Congress and government and it everything that we have go going away. on, it A, needs to go away and B, it is the longest running organized crime 
family in the nation. Absolutely. So syndicate, I just, not even a family, not even syndicate. a family. Like it's just because it's everywhere. I'm like, you mm-hmm. thought the fucking mob was bad. All it was no, is that no. the mob was competition. The, That's yes, all that the, the fuck government. that was. Absolutely. Which is exactly how I feel about so the right. drug cartels and things in that nation. Except think, now they're working with the federal government. No, no, no. I think they've been working with the federal government this yeah. entire fucking now time. They're just blatant about the it. ones that got no busted were the ones that didn't want to play ball, is what I'm saying. We're leaving it. I don't, and then we're leaving in 10 minutes. I need you to. Helped. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, so uh and I'm leaving in 10 minutes. Um, but so that's I think that those are the people who wouldn't play ball. Like, oh, you don't want to play ball, you don't want to play us our portion. Okay, we'll just fucking take you out and like we'll put make a public fucking spectacle on your TV on TV. But all those other ones that are fucking paying homage to the fucking United States government, they're fine. They let them have their sex trafficking and their drugs all by themselves. That is my theory. You're not wrong. <laughs> that is just you fun. don't see me arguing. But here. I don't, but I kind of just feel like honestly, like a lot of like I really feel like that's how most of the United States is these days anyway. So many I people mean, are literally the, so many the people are just all about themselves, so they really just don't fucking care. They're too busy focused on whatever fucking agenda they have, which is why I go back to the family values and the core values of our communities was destroyed. In the 80s. <laughs> uh, well before then. But, but like, yeah. Fully destroyed by well, they, corporate America. And yeah, but they started it in the 60s. They with did, the of course. Movement. But that, again. With the CIA just sponsored like said, hippie movement. Just like I said, they're able to remove all of our history because almost all of the World War II veterans are dead. I have to go. Exactly. I love you. Have fun, guys. Watch okay. your videos. Bye. You, you, you still have like 10 I gotta minutes? go because I got to go round, round everything up. up. Oh, we, fuck, we didn't put the toys in your car either. I mean, maybe that. We'll have to do that on Tuesday. Son of a bitch. Because all the toys that we did not sell at the yard sale are going to the Child Abuse Prevention Agency. So, anyway. Uh, So, bye, Heather. On to the video part of the show. I We have been so busy with orders that I have... Um, horribly neglected my gardens. I have to say it's absolutely terrible of me, but that's okay. Um, and when we fenced in the chickens, they got bored. And so they jumped into one of my other gardens, but that's okay too. Uh, because I love making electroculture antennas. It's, it is a blast. So first, before we get into that, I want to show you guys this video. Um, that was very cool. Here we go. First off, this is, uh, I know we watched one last week and it was a little, the audio was really weird. This hopefully will be better, but this is a little deeper into the science or a different theory of the science of what the electroculture antennas do and how they work. So check this out. So here's what the problem Yannick says is with these antennas. You're only wrapping the wire in one direction, either clockwise or counterclockwise. And remember, we have cosmic energy coming from the sun and we have earth energy coming from beneath us. And that is what creates a harmonious electromagnetic field. 
Hey, I'm Amy from Following Hawks. And if you've been anywhere on social media the last few months, and if you're into gardening or houseplants, then you have probably seen something about electroculture. And in its basic form, um, most of the videos that I have seen, you wrap a piece of copper wire around a stick, put it in your soil and watch your plants grow like crazy. I tried it myself. So does it work? And how does it work? Why does it work? I wanna share a little bit about it with you today and share more about what I've learned as I've gone much deeper into the topic besides just the TikTok videos. So two elements have a huge impact on the growth of our plants, and that is golden energy from the sun that's spiraling down to the earth in a clockwise fashion. And as the earth receives that energy way down deep in its core, it spirals earth energy back out into the atmosphere. And if you think about it, you have the yellow rays of the sun mixing with the blue of our planet. And the two of those together combined are green, like all of the plants and trees on the earth. And you'll see the spiraling energy reflected all over in nature in the Fibonacci sequence. So in a snail shell or uh, weather patterns, a sunflower, that's that spiraling energy that we see reflected all around us. Now, on top of that, our atmosphere is electrically charged. And that you can see in what's called the Schumann resonance, where there's a measure of the electromagnetic energy that's coming out of the earth all of the time. That's created by lightning and it's held in our atmosphere. And it's oftentimes referred to as the heartbeat of the earth. And all of these energetic elements have an effect on plant growth and plant health. However, the atmosphere that we live in today is far from ideal between air pollution, water pollution, and non-native electromagnetic frequencies. All of these things are creating an environment where the plants just can't grow as abundantly as they might normally, or um, they don't put out as much produce or as nutrient dense produce, which obviously all has an effect on our health as well. So how can we overcome some of these effects to bathe our plants in the most pure and natural electromagnetic energy that the earth and the sun have to offer? Well, that happens through ions. And if you remember back to your high school science class, you might remember talking about positive and negative ions, which are simply atoms with an electrical charge. So when it comes to the earth, it's all full of positive ions in the soil, in the plants, and in the trees. Basically everything that's connected to the surface of the planet. Meanwhile, floating around in the atmosphere and in the clouds are negative ions because opposites attract, the positive and the negative ions are drawn together to interact. And when that happens, rain falls from the sky, there might be a lightning strike to a tree, and our atmosphere is full of these negative ions. Now it's way more complicated than that, but for our purposes, we're just gonna keep it simple. Our plants want more of those negative ions that are floating around in the atmosphere. And in this case, negative is a good thing. So when we put metal wires into the soil, they become magnetized 
with the Earth's energy, and they act like an antenna for those negative ions. In scientific studies, when plants are exposed to an increase in the Earth's magnetic field, plant growth can increase by as much as 30%. But the opposite is also true when plants are removed from or uh, the magnetic energy decreases, their health declines, and they're more susceptible to pest attacks or diseases that they wouldn't be if they were strong, healthy plants. So what's one of the simplest ways to create an ion collecting antenna? Wrap a piece of metal around a stick. So this is what we've seen. This is what people all over the world are doing after seeing it online. And I did it as well here in my greenhouse about a month or six weeks ago. And I can't say that it didn't work. I certainly noticed increased plant growth. Everything looked very vibrant and was putting on a lot of vegetative growth. But I felt like it was hit or miss as far as the plants went. And so I decided to do more research and see if I could learn more about why that would be. And I stumbled across a gentleman named Yannick Van Dorn. He's an agronomy engineer who has been teaching a series of lectures on YouTube all about electroculture. And these videos, these are in-depth classes. They are two plus hours a piece. And initially I was like, I'm not watching two hours of video at a time. But as it turns out, he seems to be the expert on the subject. So I have been devoting time to sitting down and watching these videos, and I have learned a lot from Yannick. So here's what the problem Yannick says is with these antennas. You're only wrapping the wire in one direction, either clockwise or counterclockwise. And remember, we have cosmic energy coming from the sun, and we have earth energy coming from beneath us, and that is what creates a harmonious electromagnetic field. So when you only have one piece of wire and you're only wrapping it in one direction, you're only tapping the energy of one or the other, not both at the same time. And different plants have different requirements and every plant has different requirements at different times of the year. For instance, in the spring, we want our plants to be putting on a lot of vegetative growth. We want them to flower and fruit and do that as quickly and as productively as possible. But we don't want that happening in the fall when the plant should be dying back and putting all of its energy into its roots, in which case it needs a different type of energy in order to do that. So this doesn't not work. It just, there's a few things about it that could make it better. What this does do is create an atmospheric antenna. Every single piece of metal, no matter what it is, it doesn't have to be copper, acts as an energetic antenna. They're excellent conductors of electricity. So whether you stick a spiral or a straight piece of metal into the ground, you've created an antenna that is going to channel energy into the soil. It's going to act like an acupuncture needle and stimulate the soil. And the higher you can get your object off the ground, the more atmosphere that it has an opportunity to connect with, the more ions it can collect and pull down into your soil. Now, the reason why you see some people having amazing results and other people saying, I tried it and it didn't work, is that every single condition is different. So there are plants that are in poor soil or there's poor water or a lot of air pollution or a lot of EMF exposure. And if those plants are struggling and you do this, it's gonna help it. It's gonna bring a lot of energy down into the soil. 
if your plants are already pretty healthy and doing pretty well, you're not going to notice much of a difference because again, it's just collecting energy to put into your soil. So Yannick recommends two other methods that are equally simple, but might be more effective at helping your plants grow. The first one is called the Lakoski coil, and that was popularized in the 1920s and 30s. And it's as simple as this, a piece of copper open at one end. Basically, electrons are collected in here, moving at the speed of light, energizing anything within this circle. Now, what's interesting that I read in another book called Seed of Knowledge, Stone of Plenty, the authors explain the research that they did at sacred sites in places all over the world and theorize that they were likely used to energize seeds or magnetize seeds before planting or to bathe an entire agricultural field in negative ions. This would help communities feed more people and avoid famine. But they explained how in the UK, many stone circles actually have an avenue of large standing stones that lead up to the circle, sometimes a mile or more long. And usually those avenues connect with water of some kind, moving water. And that's because water is full of negative ions. And so if you combine water with a line of standing stones that all have magnetic properties in them, so magnetite, dolomite, that type of thing, it would basically usher negative ions all the way up that lane until it got to the circle, the stone circle, which would then harness and hold and amplify that energy. So anything you would have placed in the stone circle would have been energized. So when I came across this Lakovsky coil, I thought, well, this is a similar theory because you need to point this towards the north uh, in whichever way you're going to put it in with your plants. And so that's going to draw the electromagnetic energy in. And then again, it's going to circle and concentrate and be held in this space, really, really magnifying and energizing anything that's in the middle of this. The outside of it is just neutral. It's not going to do one thing or another, but the inside is going to be super energized. Now, I just picked up this little package of 18 gauge copper to make mine at the hardware store. It was like $7, but I would say if I do it again, which I'm going to need some more, if it's a success, I would go with a thicker gauge. This was really hard to kind of um, manipulate into the size or the shape that I wanted because it's just a little too light and flexible, but Hopefully it will work anyway. Yonix says you can use any uh, size. You can make these large or small. The opening uh, doesn't matter. And in fact, if you're fairly electromagnetically sensitive, you can probably sense and feel like where, in fact, I can feel the energy as I move it like this. So you can probably play around a little bit and feel for like, where should that opening be and how large should it be? This actually feels pretty good to me, but um, I can't control that because it's a little too light uh, of a wire. So you might go for a heavier gauge um, than 18 gauge if you do this yourself. And again, the only thing you need to remember is that when you place it in a pot or around a plant, um, just get the compass app out on your phone and find north, uh, actual geographic north. Um, and you just wanna point the opening in the direction of north. If you point it in any other direction, it won't work. So very, very simple thing to do for um, your plants. Obviously, this is a lot easier to do around a tree or um, larger plants 
than, uh, you know, if you're trying to uh, energize your whole garden. And this is going to help with things like frost and heat tolerance, seedling germination, increased resistance to pests and disease, as well as helping plants just with any kind of toxic environment that they might be bathed in. Yannick even says you can attach these to your beehives. Uh, just attach them to the south wall of the hive and pointing uh, down. And for the Lukowski coil, uh, copper is the metal that you want to work with. Now the other simple but slightly more complicated uh, method that you can use and would probably work over a larger garden area is called a Luigi Igina spiral. And this really works off of this idea, but in a much more balanced fashion that allows for both cosmic energy and earth energy to work together in the same place. Now for this method, you're actually going to want to use aluminum and Apparently copper works as well, but aluminum was the metal that Luigi worked with and what he preferred. And he's the one that created it. So uh, the aluminum wire, same exact thing that you can get at the hardware store in the same place you can find the copper. And I had the same problem making these spirals as I did working with the copper. It's a little too lightweight. It worked, you can see I got them together, but uh, they don't look anything like some of the nice ones I've seen online. So uh, you might wanna go with a thicker gauge that will hold its shape better. And I tried a few different methods to make these. None of them were a perfect method, but I picked up these styrofoam cones uh, just at the craft store. And this is what I ultimately ended up just like wrapping uh, my wire around. So uh, I did one small to big and one big to small so that again, one is bringing energy down spiraling, the other is spiraling up. Uh, if you are already like a jewelry maker or you're good with working with wire, you can probably use little hand tools to make spirals and then just kind of pull them apart so that they're uh, in the cone shape. So you can see I have one that goes smaller to large and I have one that goes can you see? Larger to smaller. And so these, same as the other, just stick in the ground. No uh, wooden piece needed. Um, but now you have the balanced energy. And if you can create a way, I couldn't get mine to stick together. Um, if you can create a way to uh, have a shape like this, where you can wind from one end to the middle and back out, and then you have one large a uh, piece of wire that kind of goes small to big to small, um, then that that's perfect because that then uh, harmonizes the energy. But I ended up with two and I'll just put them in the soil like this. Ultimately, what I've learned in the research that I've done so far is that this field allows for a lot of experimentation and creativity. So start out with a tried and true method from someone who's done the experiments and has had some success and then move on and add your own flavor and spin and creativity to it and see if those tweaks make things uh, work better or not so that you know. So let me know down in the comments if you're experimenting with electroculture, what kind of results you've had, and what method you're going to use this growing season. In the meanwhile, have a magical week, my friends. So for those of you that have gotten electroculture antennas, uh, Tracy, I know you said your sister got hers today. If you see the antennas, I actually incorporate both. 
So her original electrical antenna, if you noticed, the wire ended like right here, right? It just went barely above the wood. But I do a Luigi coil above the antenna to harness both energies. And I will be doing Fibonacci coils above them as well. Um, so that'll be coming out soon. Anyway, so all my antennas come up above and pretty significantly. So uh, it's about, if you extend this out, it's about four inches. This is a 12 inch right here. So it's about four inches above the top of the smaller antennas um, and then progressively bigger for the larger antennas. So anyway, so that way you're, you're able to harness. She obviously did a lot of the same research that I did. So that way you're able to harness both types of energy, right? You're creating that electromagnetic bubble over your plant, your garden, or your whole property, depending on how much you use. Bigger is better. Um, the more the merrier. And you're also harnessing that, that other energy with the Luigi coil at the top. So anyway. So I'm going to show you a little bit about how I make the antennas before we get into the gardens. So let me get to this here. <laughs> All right. Um, fine. Let me find the ones because list and I really want it by date. Oh, maybe not. All right. There we go. So here's the first step. So you guys can see, uh, this is a big one, a, like a big antenna I'm making here. All right. You guys want to see how we go from this to this? So let's do this. Let's do it. First, we're going to sand this. It's got all kinds of stuff on it. Actually, first, we are going to cut it down to make it easier to sand. So, all of these little pieces here are so much fun. Need to get cut down. Just kind of shave it down a little bit at a time. character. I could really use a bigger one on this piece, but I don't have yeah. it back here and I'm not going to go up front for it, so it's okay. Right. Well, just thinking about um, on Tuesday I'll bring the uh, little saw. Mm -hmm. Yes, right. please. I will also bring my sander. Yes, so uh, we can both sand. We can both sand. Yep. Tuesday is going to be our big work day. Yes. So I'm actually right now here. I'm uh -huh. doing it. Okay. It's All okay right. if we're talking about it right now on the yeah. video. Okay. Yeah. So I am creating our electroculture. Hmm. Electro culture. What is it? Electro freedom. Electrofreedom.com okay. is the website. But that's what we are, right? That is Freedom Gardens Electroculture. There we go. 
That's what I wanted. Yep. I really need to get my shit together. Sorry, guys. No shit. So. Freedom Gardens Electrical Shirts. Oh, so I'm creating our work week schedule. Excellent. So Tuesdays, so Mondays, mm -hmm. uh, that's my day with Taylor. So him and I will be doing our bullshit mm -hmm. at home because I want to get the um, backyard ready for an Airbnb and we will document that as well. Yep. Uh, Sunday's family day and slash I go to the group home day. Uh, so that gives us Tuesday. We'll do physical work mm -hmm. like around here on your property. Yeah. We'll make antennas in the hydroponic gardens. That yep. will be our manufacturing day. Yep. Wednesday will be computer work, accounting, and knitting. Which, bitch, you're going to need to learn. I'll do that. I'm, I can teach you. It's super I do it on autopilot. We okay. can binge watch shit after we get done with our computer work and do our accounting and make whatever fucking phone calls we need to do. Yep. Thursday, we will meal prep and process our seasonings and whatever other things that you are we are producing yep. and selling to Yep. Fun the farm, right? Then Friday is you and next day. Yep. And then Saturday we have either farmer's market or the show and I have the group home. That is what my life looks like. Fun times. Yes. Okay. However, so whatever you do on those days, that I'm around, yeah. that's on you. Yeah. However, we do need to get a pair of GoPros because we are going to we're gonna look so fucking dumb, but I am so down for it. I don't we wanna document we, everything we want to document everything we do. Yep. All of our shit, even our fucked up shit. Like all of it. Like I'm a fucking retard, she's a fucking retard. I think this is gonna be a blast. And welcome okay. to the Electric Garden, the Freedom Gardens Electric Cultural Business. Yeah. Excellent. Fantastic. So um I'm going to sand this. It's gonna get really loud, so we'll be back once it's yeah. sanded. Okay, so we are looking for GoPros. If anyone has uh, some GoPros used, you want to sell us cheap, that you don't use anymore, or want to donate to the farm, we'll get you a, a tax write-off receipt thingy for it too, whatever. Um, so anyway, back to making antennas. Okay, so I debarked the branch and sanded it. And now I'm going to drill a hole at the top and the bottom to secure the copper wire. So... Kind of let the wood tell me where to drill the hole. But I do drill it in opposite directions on either side. Mark it at the six inch mark. Actually, I'm sorry, this is a five foot one. We're gonna mark it at the one foot mark to indicate how deep it goes in the ground. In ground antennas, we mark at the one, one foot mark. Container antennas, we mark at the six inch mark. Seedling antennas, the 12 inch ones, we mark at the four inch mark. So, I'm gonna mark it with a Sharpie for now, but this is gonna get sanded off. And it's going to get burned in, actually, and then sanded off. So, and then put an arrow to indicate 
which direction it goes. And we're gonna go burn that marking in and then coat it with tongue oil, wrap it, uh, sand it again, coat it with tongue oil, and off it goes. So the first sanding obviously is like a, a rough grit, like a somewhere between a 60 and an 80. And then depending on the wood, um, then, and we've kind of updated the process. So we sand it with the rough grit, then we sand it with, uh, and then we drill the holes in it. Then we sand it with a, uh, a finer grit, anywhere from a 120 to a 240, again, depending on the wood. Um, and then we just burn the marking straight into it so that it shows up better and then coat it with tongue oil and well, wash it down so you get all that grit and stuff off. Coat it with tongue oil, let it dry overnight, and then I wrap them the next morning, pack them up and send them out. So here's, uh, here's how I wrap them. All right, last step in making the antenna is to wrap it. So got an order here for six 12-inch antennas, six green thumbs going to Washington. So they're gonna get wrapped north so they have been sanded twice, holes drilled in the top and the bottom. Uh, I'm marking with an arrow burned into the wood to show you how deep it goes. Tongue oiled on the top. Now it's time to wrap it. So going north. So I'm gonna wrap it a couple times around the bottom here. And then because it's north, it's gonna get wrapped clockwise, which means that you turn the antenna clockwise Okay, so going away from me, forward. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Then, okay, just gonna go through here. And then wrap it around here. Look at that. Number one. We'll have this order done shortly. So when I make a six pack of antennas, I like to do different size and types woods because they all have their own slightly different frequency. And I found that different size antennas work best for different things. So the skinny, skinny ones, great for seedlings. Slightly thicker ones, still good for seedlings, but also good for a little more established plants, herbs, things like that. And then sometimes you just have a really nice plant in a little pot and then you go with the bigger ones. So give you a variety pack right now. As we progress, that might change. I might do, you know, a pack of all thicker ones or all thinner ones, but they're all a little different. They're all unique. They're all handmade, handcrafted. They take about two days to make. Of course, we make them in batches. So like small batch processing, but for antennas.
What do you guys think? Let me know. Would you rather have the ability to order a six pack of skinny ones <clears throat> versus thicker ones? Or you're just kind of happy with uh, whatever you get? Let me know. So yeah, let me know. Let me know in the comments or the chats. Um, I will be expanding our product base here pretty soon. I'm putting in um, TPs, so three of them, <clears throat> three antennas together, braided on the top, uh, going into the Fibonacci coil on the top, and then uh, a pyramid with four antennas, again, braided into the, or wound into the Fibonacci coil on the top. Um, we're also going to be releasing packages now that, that, uh, that schedule that Heather put out is awesome, ambitious. First, we need to get ahead of ourselves. Like we need to get caught up on all the orders and have a bunch of blanks made. So for the next couple of weeks, we're just in full production mode, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, basically every day I'm in production mode, right? When, we, when I finish this show right now, I'm going to go back out and make some more antennas. Um, <clears throat> I have a couple more orders. Olivia was awesome to do the first and first standing on a bunch of 18 inch ones. Um, we also have to have a whole day where we, you know, cut shit down and, and set it to dry so that we can have it for the future and then take stuff that's already been drying and clean it and cut it down to size. So uh, there's a lot of work that goes into this. So again, I make them in batches, 30 to 50 at a time. And I try and do a size at a time. So like one day we'll do all 12 inch. The next day we'll do all 18 inch. Today's an 18 inch day. The next day we'll do all 30 inch, et cetera. Um, the bigger ones are just, are made to order. So, but if I can get ahead, then, you know, we can get rolling nice and easy and I can get other products out as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's, just a, lo it's, it's, it's a lot of work and it's a blast. We love it. And they work really well. I mean. They really do. So, um, you know, she was saying that if your, your soil is already healthy, I mean, I was using, you know, local compost, um, just straight compost. So my soil was pretty healthy. And yet I saw a huge difference even from, you know, healthy soil and healthy plants from with and without the electroculture. So anyway, uh, nope, that's not what I want, but let's get into the gardens. Again, I have been so busy making antennas that I have unfortunately neglected the gardens more than I would have liked to, but that's okay. We'll get there. One of these days I will get back in. Um, I'm kind of kind of glad that it happened because I was going to plant all a bunch of stuff along the new fence line and then come to find out we are actually getting um, a wood fence next week, which we'll be putting up in sections. My parents are putting a new fence in their yard. Not that they really need one, but whatever. My mom wanted a new fence. So, or she wanted to give me her old fence. I don't know. I'll take it. So the old fence is coming here. And uh, yeah, so the chickens will have more room to roam. And yes, yes, I know I need Tim's snip, snips and not shares for the wire. And I actually have a pair. I was just being lazy because I didn't want to go out front to get them. So anyway, they're in other, and they were in another location. <laughs> Anywho, here's how the gardens are looking right now. Good morning, friends. It's Saturday. You've been insanely busy all week making electroculture antennas. I'm not sure why this is open. Interesting. 
Hmm. And this place is a mess because we have changed our work area like three times since starting our business. Because of course, you know, I felt this urgent need to just get it launched or I wouldn't get it done at all. So I did. And yeah, it's been a little rough. I mean, it's been awesome, don't get me wrong, but I need a couple days to get organized and um, get everything knocked out and get a good workflow going, good workspace going. So anyway, good morning, birdies. How's everyone doing? Out we come. Yeah, we come. They don't get to go flock across the street anymore. The ducks don't get to go flock down the pond anymore, but that's okay. Oops, ooh, there's some more. Hello. One of my black girls with the bad eye, her eye's getting bad again. I gotta go get some more tetramycin. Not my little silky girl. And there's the frizzle. Hello, frizzle. They're so silly. Ooh. Something got them startled. Getting them to run all over here. Anyway, my corn box is no longer gonna be a corn box. I am going to use it to dry pieces of wood. So I pulled the compost out and then the chickens destroyed it. So I've got to clean this up. It's okay. My uh, sweet potato bed is actually doing very well. And I think we're going to put an electroculture antenna in there today so it can do even better. Since I have a couple extras, not many of the big ones, like my demos basically. So that's the sweet potato garden. See, they're all dug in. And I bet once we put the antenna in there, then we're gonna have a ton of slips. So, anyway. Yeah, lots of sweet potatoes. We're gonna have so many sweet potatoes, I can't wait. I mean, sweet potatoes upon sweet potatoes. So, check this out. This is a tomato garden, which the tomatoes have done shit because it was so hot all summer. And I honestly, I over pruned them. Um, I should have left them full to, to protect them from the heat. Instead, they, they're, they're done. So I need to start new tomatoes. All right, the tomato garden. Unfortunately, I haven't really had time to do anything in the gardens in the past two weeks since launching electroculture, but that's okay. Because the great thing about electroculture is it makes the plants grow so fast that I can plant like next week and still get a crop in November, December. So um, these tomatoes, kind of coming back. Not really. These tomatoes have sucked all year. We're going to grow new ones though. It's okay. These beans are doing well. I need to spray some bug spray on them. Homemade bug spray. Um, basically, uh, Castile soap, warm water, and some baking soda, I think. Pull that tomato out. That one's done. I do have green beans growing in here. Uh, that one I didn't pick soon enough and it's now gone. See? Beans for the chickens. 
And then more beans over here, coming up. And something ate my fucking garlic scapes. I'm so mad, because this was mostly garlic. Whoop. And look, I have like one garlic scape here and one there, and the rest of them got pulled and eaten. And I'm so mad, because that was like good Jamaican garlic. So, I'm gonna have to plant more garlic in here, again. Anywho, but all of the herbs that I plant in here are coming up. So we've got the parsley's going, the basil's obviously going back there. So that's okay. Beans in here. I keep telling y'all that no matter how old and dead the stick looks, when you plant it near electroculture, it will come back to life. So this is my crepe myrtle tree that is growing inside my tomato trellis. I mean, look how dead this looks. This thing is like two, three years cut. And yet I have a crepe myrtle growing inside my tomato trellis. It's great. Uh, anyway, these tomatoes are terrible too. They've just not done well. These are coming back. I really still have to pull this. This green bean went too long. At this point, my tomatoes are acting as trellises to my green beans and that's about it. So. Hmm. Yeah, green bean trellis. Although those tomatoes look good. They're tall as hell. Anyway, I'll be replanting tomatoes. Looks like we're having green beans for dinner tonight. I got lots of green beans over here that need to be picked. Mm. I need to dig that out, put new compost down, and plant something. Uh, those tomatoes are all done, too. That's done. That's done. Just no good. Oh, we'll try again. Tomatoes grow quick in the right conditions, and right now it's the right conditions, because it's beautiful. The weather's perfect. It's October. It's what happens. And then over here, look at this. Here's some more green beans. This one's ready to, almost ready to go here. Nice long pole bean. I'm sure I've got some more in here, getting ready to go. I threw some coffee on this okra to keep the ants off. That's those brown specks you see on here and in here too. Let's see what else we have in the way of beans. Ooh, there's a likely one for dinner tonight. Another one here and there. And up there, that's my loofah growing. How cool is that? Growing my own sponges. Talk about being self-sufficient. Ooh, there's another beautiful likely bean down there. Oh, it's a good long one. It's gonna be nice for dinner too. So, well, Another one there? Yeah. Green beans for dinner. So. More loofahs growing. And the gourds didn't do so well on the other side. I don't know why. I'll have to grow them someplace else. 
Got some okra there that needs to be picked. That one should be good to go by the end of the day. This all needs attention. This needs to be weeded. And I just have not had the time. Time, time, time. Time is a crazy thing. Never enough of it. I need to plant out salad beds. I need to do something with that. I need to put more strawberries in there. Yeah. I need to cut that asparagus back again. Anyway, I got beans going here too. Just starting here. Oh, that one's ready to pick. That'll be for dinner. There's a couple in here that are ready to pick. And this is my Florida cranberry, Japanese sorrel, and Jamaican sorrel. More beans going up there, some squashes. And I did have my first zucchini of the entire year, which I'm very excited about. Right there, there it goes. So finally, finally, finally getting a flower on that. Sweet potatoes are looking awesome back there. This just all needs so much attention and I just need more time. Time's a killer. The more you have, the more you need. Anyway, I did actually put out, uh, I, I restarted the Archangels Among Us Substack. Um, I made some of the paid ones free a couple nights ago. And then last night I put out two posts, one about time that came from elsewhere. And then one, uh, kind of about what's been going on. So archangelsamongus.substack.com. Here is the pepper garden, I think. My pepper garden needs a lot of work because these jackasses have all taken to coming in here and eating it. So all my cucumbers that I planted, they destroyed. My beans that I planted, they ate. Now the older stuff, the big stuff, they generally can't get to. So that's good. The eggplants, the peppers, yet yeah, whatnot. But all the new plantings gone. So we're gonna take some of the extra fencing and put it around here because they just hop their little asses in and eat what they want. Don't chew. Out. Hey. They ate my Tabasco over here that gives us huge peppers. That's gone. Get, get, get. So. Oh, but my Tabasco pepper plant. I need to pick some of these guys. There's like a thousand peppers on here. Not even kidding on that one. So we can make some more pepper spice. Hey, ladies, that's ghost pepper right there. Ghost pepper, that's opal. Get out, eggplants, banana peppers, poblanos. I mean, I got peppers everywhere in here and chickens, chichitos. That was that good Tabasco. And look at the, how they destroyed that. They ate the hell out of that. I'm gonna have to cut that all the way back and lock these damn chickens out of here. Although they have done a good job weeding it for me. Other than that, they're being a pain in my ass right now. So, oh, okra, still huge. <clears throat> Seriously. There were pepper plants over here. They ate them. Put in here, pepper plants. Right, the tall stuff they can't get to. 
pepper plants and okra. Um, this guy has one there. Come on. It's an okra leaf. Okay. Oh, that is a big, heavy pepper. It's not even close to finished growing yet. And then just on this branch, I've got one, two, and look, more flowers. So three flowers, and then one, two, three, four, five, six peppers growing, legitimately growing. This one here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. I've got a dozen peppers growing on this plant on this one right here. Oh, that okra needs to be picked. Look at that, two okra growing on the same plant at the same time. Um, this pepper plant, another one, one, two, three, four. Another one here, one, two, another dozen growing, starting over here. Um, Peppers here, more peppers here. That was a jalapeno back here. Or that is a jalapeno back here. And then more peppers growing up here. I got another one here. Ooh, that one has a hole in it. We'll give this to somebody else to eat. There, the roosters can have it. So. And then okra, okra everywhere. And again, I had to put coffee on this because the ants were getting to it. So back here, I would love to plant salad, but I have to fence this off better first because these little shits are eating all of my new plants. Huh? Cocoa Puff, Ruby, and what are you doing? Seriously? All right, Pepper Garden. Overrun by chickens. Overrun by chickens. They are so bored because they can't get all over the damn neighborhood now that they have taken to my gardens. So some of that extra fencing that I have, I will be running around that garden, that five foot fencing that I have. We'll be running around that garden and I'll be putting bird netting over the top of it from the top of the chicken coop to the top of the fencing so that those little shits can't get in. Yeah. They did great for a year. They knew they're not allowed in there. They're, now they're like, fuck it. We're, that's, we're going there. So. Anyway. Moving on. That lovage is still doing awesome in there. Look how bright green that is. My yarrow's starting to take hold in there. You see that? That's yarrow. That's coming. Oh, we're doing well. This dill is coming in here. I haven't watered this nearly enough. Various herbs in here. Parsley, basil, dill. So that's coming up too. Then over here, 
just I don't worry about my broccoli and the cauliflower getting eaten now by the chickens because they're not out here. So broccoli, cauliflower, I think other things are eating them though. That's concerning. So moving on. The pots are great, but now that the chickens aren't, don't have free roam, the squirrels do. It's always something. So, uh, all right. Yeah, in the back. Yikes. All right, Thai basil. Still have to move that to the front with that Cuban oregano. This Thai basil in here is doing awesome. So is that Cuban oregano and this lemongrass is everywhere. Those are sweet potatoes. I don't even know where that sweet potato slip's coming from. Oh, probably from down in that jungle. Yikes. The watermelon went crazy. Um, I mean, I haven't seen any actual watermelon yet, but the watermelon went crazy. These are all sweet potato slips too that, I mean, they're everywhere under my feet needs to be cut back. But yeah, see, ooh, look. That's a watermelon growing right there, or some kind of a melon. Right there. There he is. It's growing. Um, I need to weed in here. I still need a whole day for in here. It's okay. Mm, apparently I have sweet potatoes that have rooted into the melon bucket. Mm, whatever. I can see down in here. This guy now, he's he's rooted in. I think he's he's rooted in there. Yep, he sure is. Okay. Anyway, um, let's see if we can find more melons on here. Oh, there's another one. There's another one right there. These dead vines can come off. Not everything made it. That is okay. Anyway, we don't want to disturb these all. So, oh, powdery mildew on that. That's no good. Um, my lime tree is once again weighed down by serious limes and some vines. Mostly limes, though. See if we can find any more melons on this hunt in here. Sweet potatoes everywhere. That's rosemary. Blueberries. These are all watermelon. That's all watermelon. That just came from over there and that just went nuts. So, let's go on a melon hunt. Melons, I mean, that's a ton. Hopefully I get a lot of melons out of that. We'll see. Again, I'll get a lot of sweet potatoes. I have so many sweet potatoes because <laughs> they just keep growing more slips and then I just keep planting them in more places. Although I did plant some down by the pond and then Liam ran them over with the water, with the lawnmower. So um, he, he was so sweet to mow inside the chicken corral for me. And then he, ran over some of my plants, but it was my own fault because I hadn't staked them or, you know, I mean, I thought it was kind of obvious, but not to an 11 year old. He tried. It happens. Anyway, uh, let's look at the container garden.
and kind of our new work area, which is a disaster as far as like there's stuff everywhere. Our workspace, a bit of a mess right now. Anyway, my orange tree, doing awesome. Cuban oregano, coffee tree, basil, coffee tree with electroculture, coffee tree without electroculture. Yeah. The lemon tree. See how big that lemon is back there? Can you see it? Oh, there it is. And there's one hiding in here too. Hi, frog. There's some coffee trees in here. I need to weed these out. And there's one hiding in here too. Also need to weed that out. That sweet potato slip. The basil, potato, coffee, coffee, and then sweet potatoes and strawberries here. More sweet potatoes in here with some, that looks like lamb's quarters, wild lamb's quarters. That's good. I have to double check, but I think so, which is edible and quite delicious actually. Anyway, and then over here, Sweet potatoes in there, sweet potatoes in there, sweet potatoes in here with that big electroculture steak. Of course, there's electroculture all over this. And then sweet potatoes in here and strawberries too. I need to cut these slips back again, yet again, and dig them down. And strawberries in there too. So the gardens are getting a little wild and overgrown. Let's check out the back. So we played the back before we played that one, but obviously I had some caterpillars in there. You can tell, but that's okay because the thing about sweet potatoes is they grow from the roots. So it uh, doesn't really matter. You can eat sweet potato leaves in a pinch, but you know, sweet potatoes are root vegetables. So anyway, let me show you guys uh, a little progression here. Show. Hmm. Actually, I'm looking for, I think I saved in photos. Find photos, photos. Yeah, there we go. Nope, not that one. This one. Okay, so if you guys remember, um, two weeks ago, so the, the day we launched Freedom Gardens uh, Electroculture, I was doing demos, right? So I took uh, a picture of this one antenna. Uh, there it is. Okay. Oh, I hate it when it does that not show me here. Hold on. Try and figure out. Hmm. How to show this whole thing. Nope. work. Let's see. 
because I want to show you guys a, pro a progression that I did of this one. There we go. Okay. So we started. Mm, of course, it won't go back. What's well, annoying? All right, well, if you guys can see in here, of course, it won't let me make this bigger. That's very annoying. Nope. All right. All right, here we go. That'll work better. Okay. So this first one here, that was two weeks ago. Okay. Then the next one up here, uh, this one, right? Two weeks ago. This was a week ago. So one week later. Okay. Again, one week later. Okay. This, this is now today. That's today. So let me see if I can get a video here. <laughs> there it is. So I just planted these seeds, these flowering herb seeds and pulled the baby aloe and planted in there and put it up here, what? Three weeks ago. There we go. From seed to huge plants in three weeks. Yeah, I planted the seeds three weeks ago. I started documenting it two weeks ago and in three weeks now, I mean, I bet they'll be flowering in another week because that's what electroculture does, so. Anyway, um, electrofreedom.com, keep me busy. Go buy some electroculture antennas. We'll be making more. Um, so if there's something, if we're out of stock on something, check back. It'll come back pretty quick because we're constantly making more and adding to inventory because we have plenty of it. So get it now while I still have copper to keep it at the price that it's at because once I run out of this copper, I will have to buy it as of right now, from a little bit more of an expensive source and um, the prices may go up. They won't go up much, but they may go up a little bit. So, and I'll be adding more products as well. So, electrofreedom.com, electrofreedom.com. Let me put that up on here. I think I have it in here. Pretty sure I do. Yeah. Okay. Electrofreedom.com. Use promo code WOLFPACK and save 20% on your order. So I think that's it for me for today. We will be back again tomorrow for True Spiracy at 2 p.m. We are going to have a very fun show tomorrow. We're doing a call-in show. Um, so you can call in 
we'll either put the phone number up or you can, we can send you a link. You can join in via StreamYard um, or we'll just put the link in the chats, honestly, and you can link in via StreamYard. We have, uh, we can have up to eight people at a time. And now, of course, this awesome computer system supports that. And we will be designing t-shirts that you guys come up with um, on the fly through our our vendor that we use. Now, they are a little, uh, they don't let us put everything that we might want to put on a t-shirt, but that's okay. So that'll be cool. So join in tomorrow, 2 p.m., True Spiracy, when we do a uh, call-in t-shirt design show. Because... Why not? Let's just have fun. You know what? World War Three just kicked off. Israel and Hamas are, you know, Israel's probably going to nuke Hamas, honestly. And uh, shit's going to hell. So let's let's have a little fun. Why not? Anyway. And then I will be back on Monday, Monday morning at 8.30 for the good book. Um, we are in book two of Genesis, the second book of Genesis, or the second book of Moses. And, uh, and then, of course, Monday evening for the Patriot Party podcast. So in the meantime, that's about it. Go to electrofreedom.com, get your electroculture antennas, save 20% with promo code uh, Wolfpack. Tracy, the TNT went great for the guys. I popped in here for a minute to smoke. That was about it. Um, I left them alone. They were watching football. I'm not, not my thing at all. Can't stand football. Not my shtick. So... Um, and I did a, uh, a Twitter space on electroculture actually while they were doing that. So, um, which I'm going to start doing every Thursday, every Thursday night. And I think I'm going to have to, oh, give my $11 over for a, a blue check mark so that we can get more information about electroculture out there. So, but I'll do a Twitter space X, whatever, formerly known as Twitter every Thursday night at nine, nine thirty, something like that. So, uh, yeah, so that's it for me again. We'll be back tomorrow, 2 PM for true spiracy. So thanks for watching y'all and have a great day. I don't want to act too high and mighty cause tomorrow I may fall down on my face. Lord, thank you for sunshine. Thank you for rain. Thank you for joy. Thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Thank you for sunshine. Thank you for rain. Thank you for joy. Thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Sometimes life is
Death and rain's red. 